This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Wednesday, June the 15th, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour on a hump day. Thank you for joining us. My name's Homer Lopez, and I will tell you I'm excited about today's show. And what do we do here? What's our show about? Gold and silver, legal, lawful, constitutional tender. Get it in your hands for one reason or another. And it's as easy as give it giving us a call at 1-800-951-0592. The lovely Wendy's here today to take your phone calls and walk you through your order. Or go check us out online at allamericangold.com. It's as easy as point and click. And the products are shipped directly to your door, secured, insured. It's just a fun way to do business on our part. And I'll tell you what, we never call you. We never solicit you. This, this show is our solicitation. It's information, and it's all brought to you by one person, one company. That's the Patriot Trading Group and its CEO and owner, Joe Jaquin. He's the man who is, I, I will just put it this way, is an intriguing man at times, and then other times he's just a boring old dad who sits on the bleachers watching his kids play ball. You tell me what you are. I'm doing a lot of sitting lately. I are. Yeah, well, let me tell you, this weekend we're doing a lot of sitting. Because 120-plus here in the Valley is what's expected. Listen, I know that our folks up in Colorado, you know, we have the mothership up there. What do, you know, are they happy where they're at right now? My guess is yes. (laughs) They're a lot happier this weekend being up there than down here. And it's Father's Day weekend. You know, the the one day of the year, you know, Dad gets to be in the spotlight, and uh, you're not going to be able to go outside. Just do not go outside. Now, and if you're thinking, now understand, here in the valley, here in Phoenix, it's going to be one million degrees. Right, right. So if you had planned a barbecue, don't even start the thing. <laughs> don't even put match on it. Just throw the beef outside you know what, and, you, and I'm cook it. I'm sure you could do it. Uh-huh. I am positive that you'd be able to cook food without just putting it out there. Just throw it in some tinfoil, set it out on the You may be able to bake cookies. I don't I, know. It's going to be that hot. It's going to slowly cook, but it's doable, is what you're saying. Because we're talking 48 hours worth is what they're saying over one. Well, you think about this. If you really went for the slow cook, you could start it Saturday. And by Sunday evening, it will probably be done. You just never know. You know, an interesting... It may be overdone. An interesting thing I saw... Online, whether this is true or not, but it was on the uh, USA Today's uh, uh, news page, science page. Did you know that month, uh, month, May, was the hottest month recorded in Earth history? I don't believe anything that these people say anymore. I really you, don't. You don't. You don't. I, I have a hard time believing any of that. May was. I'm going to say this. I May, was, May was, gorgeous. was fantastic here, and we're in the desert, and it's always hot, and and it's been a. One of the best years in in recent memory, at least for for me, as far as the the, the temperatures all year long, and then uh, you know we played oh, a few weeks ago we got hot, but then it cooled right back down, and now this is just this is just nuts. I mean, this temperature is I'm scared. I really I'm, I'm nervous. Do your kids have basketball this weekend? Well, you know what? Here's, here's 
here's the funny thing: is my wife and my youngest aren't even going to be in town. It's Father's Day weekend. We are uh, uh, gone. Where are they? Where are you playing at? They're playing uh, the Coca-Cola Nationals are this weekend. San Diego. So, uh, in Anaheim. Anaheim. I, yeah. Those are always in, in California. In Anaheim. Uh, so they're going to be there. And, I, I mean, it, this is a, a huge event. Uh, and normally I would go. But, you know, we have another son. You know, that's part of, part of the problem. Who also, uh, this time he has for his high school. Uh, he's going to be at Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon University here. Uh, playing Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And, and you know how it is. You know they got he's got a girlfriend he's got this you know what we just he's a great kid but yeah I'm not risking it not doing the oh you know mom dad and, and your brother we're leaving but you can stay home all weekend by yourself now that's not happening yeah that's just uh, that's just a recipe for bad judgment and poor decision making right and if you don't leave that window open they know they won't do those things right that's just the way I look at it you know if you don't give the opportunity to have bad judgment. You won't get bad judgment. There you go. That's how I'm based on uh, it. So. Uh, you know what? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And the fact of the matter is, he's still a young man who uh, Great needs parents. And, and probably there's, the, in all likelihood, it would be a non-issue. It'll be fine. He'll do the right thing and this and that. But you know what? I'm still, you know what? There's just that little bit. No, you know what I like? I like what I'm hearing. It's better than parents that say, no, we're just leaving him. I, you know what? You're not the norm. Most parents just trust their kids like crazy. Here you go. See you over the weekend. Here's really? Bucks. I think so. I think so. I'll tell you what. I mean, I, I I don't know. Maybe I'm too trusting. I let my son stay home a couple times, you know. But I'm also a bear. I, I was going to kill him if he knew it, too, if anything was going to go wrong. So, so I don't that know. Was, the punishment was death. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I, 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 and, and, you know, uh, uh, par- other parents might, you know, judge my parenting skills when it came to how uh, stern I can be with my son, I guess. I don't know. Where are we going with this? I don't know. We you brought it up. It. I mean, but I don't know. Regardless, it's going to be hotter than hot. Yeah, happy Father's Day in case I forget to say that. Uh, tomorrow or Friday to all the dads out there. Uh, for those of you local here, yeah, you know what's going to happen. Don't leave your animal in the car or, heaven forbid, your I'm telling you what, baby in, in the car. In today's world with social media and everybody, everyone's been trained. If there's a dog in the car, they're going to break your window. You're going to get a ticket or you're going to get arrested. It, and it, rightfully it's a big, so. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. It used to be leaving your kids in the car. Now it's your dogs in the car, okay? I, when my parents were raising me, there weren't even seatbelts in our car, and we had to sit in the car while Mom went and bought right, milk. you did, and you sat there. And we sat there. And you liked it. And me and my ch- brothers beat each other up. <laughs> but in Arizona, it's a crime to leave uh, kids and dogs in the car. What are you thinking? Keep great, great PSA announcement to Make start sure you hydrate, show. everyone. Hydrate. It's Arizona. Drink that water. And I love you best of all, and you must be my gal. I'll have no gal at all. There'll be a hot time in the old town tonight. Well played, Ramon. Well played. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour, and I want to just give a big shout-out to all our listeners. One thing I want to tell you is this. You're smart people. 
Sometimes we wonder if you're smart, but you're smart people. Those of you who have taken advantage of the sales that Joe has been putting on on the $20 Liberties. I'll tell you right now, I've been, I've been, been on been, fire. I don't care what I'm telling I'm on you, fire. I am just telling you, those those items have been moving fast, and those of you taking advantage are setting the pace. Yeah, I'm here to tell you, those that take advantage of today's special, I don't even know if you have a special to put together today, but I will just tell you this. You need to dial quickly. So, the, the, they've so, been the going one thing, The one thing I, I wasn't going to do one. Now you put it to me. And I do one all the time. And today was going to. It's one of those days. But you know what? We'll we'll figure out. Wendy is working on something. We just bear with. It. Sometimes it doesn't work the way we like. And and obviously today, Janet Yellen, two o'clock Eastern. Is the going, lunch lady. She's going to let us know that they didn't raise rates again, and everyone's going to try to surmise what it was that she meant. And actually, this one, there is a press conference after the meeting, so you'll first find out that they didn't raise rates, and then I believe about 2.30 Eastern, they'll put her on TV. And then it's almost like on Sunday... Uh, and depending, uh, some of you are, some of you dads out there, you're the golf napper. Some of you, like me, I'm the NASCAR napper. Well, at 2.30 Eastern, if you need a nap, just turn on the idiot box and you can listen to her talk. You'll be asleep in five minutes. Well, I'll just tell you this. I'm just curious about Janet Yellen and her team around her that sit in this amazing, opulent it's a beautiful conference room. And, and my, my curiosity is this. They're rich as it is, okay? And I'm just curious, once they get done doing the press conference, once they say, okay, we're done with that for at least this weekend, do you think they just go hit the local tavern? Well, they had a tough day. I mean, tough week. Tough week, right? right? Do you think they just tip a few back and go, well, unfortunately, I'm going to say this. I'd feel better if they did. I don't think they do it like that. What, what what do they do that? I don't know. Read books. I don't know. I you know what? I think they do it like that. You do? And, well, let me just tell you. If there's one thing that's on sale in every circular, it's beer, whiskey, scotch, wine. <laughs> yeah, it, but we need that it, because of what the what these people have done to us. I mean, and they, you don't think they know they've done it? You don't think they know that they put us in this predicament? You don't think that they know that our economy is on their shoulders? You know, you know what's funny? Listen, it's, it's amazing because think about really what you need to believe right now. This is how gullible the whole world has become. Right now, the German tenure boon is back in negative territory again. Now it's at negative point zero zero eight, along with the Japanese yen, which is even much farther negative. Then on CNBC this morning, front page of the, you know the the lead article: U.S. Treasuries to go negative sooner than people think. And by that, really what you're saying is, is we are going to loan today, as an example. You, you could loan Germany money for 10 years, five years, seven years, two years, one year. doesn't really matter what the duration is. And you're going to have to pay them 
for the right for them to borrow your money. Now you think about, you know, most people don't buy bonds until they're in their 40s, 50s. You know, let's just say you're 50. And you've decided, you know what, I I don't trust the stock market. I don't get it. I don't understand any of these companies that they tell me I need to buy, the companies that I used to grow, that I grew up with, you know, the IBMs, the GEs, the General Motors, the Fords. I never I don't even recognize them anymore. I'm tired of them. Every time I turn around, they're replacing the US worker. I don't want to put my money there. I don't want to risk it. I'm going to buy the bond. I'm going to buy treasuries. And let's just say you're going to live to 80. Okay, so you're 50. You're telling me that for a third of the rest of your life, you would lend money to only have to and get paid less 10 years later? I want to lend you a million dollars. But you know what? 10 years from now, you only need to pay me $900,000. We'll call that a good deal. That is inconceivable nonsense. But this is exactly what is happening. And it's happening everywhere. Today, the U.S. 10-year note is 1.5 and change. So you can lend the United States money for 10 years and essentially get 1%. And, and, and it's getting ready to where you're going to start getting charged for that privilege. And, of course, everybody knows that's a recipe for disaster. Think about it logically. That makes no sense. That is outright idiocracy at its finest. What are they going to do? Are they going to just rewrite all the economics textbooks in the world? And say this makes sense. It's right, right. And say, you know what, we were wrong. I mean, really, when you think about it, and you see all of these banks are struggling significantly, and I've been warning about this, the farther the rates go negative, the more of these banks are going to go under. But the whole banking premise, and these are central bankers, is charging interest. I mean, that's what the whole system is founded on. And now they're going to come out and say that somehow, don't worry, nothing bad's going to happen, but we're not going to charge interest anymore. We're going to now, you know, think about this. In theory, rates get low enough, negative enough. In theory, you should be able to get a loan where the bank every month could be subtracting the interest off of your your payment. Right? Where in theory, hey, I borrowed $300,000, but rates are so negative by the by the time I paid it off, I only paid back 250 grand. That doesn't make any sense. No bank would make, the banks couldn't make any money, they'd go out of business. 
but yet somehow they're saying that this is now the way forward. This is an extremely dangerous game. It, it Not only is it dangerous, it's wrong. Morally, ethically, it's putting everybody at risk. Whether you want to be at risk or not, Look at Bank of America today. Hey, we're firing another 8,000 people. Right? They can't fire people fast enough. And it's so funny. We just left, my wife and I personally just, we left Bank of America. Now, full disclosure, we have more than one bank. But our primary, as our primary bank, B of A was it. That was our primary bank. That's where we paid uh, all of our bills out. The rent, the mortgage, right, the car payments, the insurance premiums, all of that stuff. And you know why we did it? You know why we left? It's because my wife was sick and tired of, of waiting in the line, and there was no help there. There'd be 20 people in line and only one teller. And this is really what's happening. These banks can't make money. And now they're going to come out and try to convince you that somehow, don't worry, this is going to lead to prosperity. If that was the case, really, honestly, if that was the case, everybody would be negative already. But what we're really learning is they have lost all control. They broke it, and they haven't been able to, they can't put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Right? All the central bankers and all of their banking friends can't put it back together again. And the answer really is simple, at least in my mind. Instead of taking the medicine that they needed to take, instead of these banks going under, instead of them losing all of that money, and and really, let's face it, times are going to get tough. They bailed them all out and pretended like it didn't happen. They didn't write down any of the debt. They didn't get rid of any of the derivatives. I mean, we've got hundreds of trillions of dollars of derivatives, and all they've done is made, made it worse. All of the borrowing this the world has done since the financial crisis. And what do we have to show for it? We've got nothing. There's no growth. Everybody in this country is poorer today than they were 10 years ago. And they can't figure out how come. And the realities are there's a reason when you, there's this huge movement. They don't want to tell you about it. But the demand for physical metal is almost, it's insatiable. You look at whether, I don't care if it's silver, gold. Today I just read a big article about palladium and platinum in deficit again. They can't mine enough of it. Another uh, one of the, uh, I would say, top 20 gold producers says, you know what, we're going to start holding 30% of our gold and keep it out of the market 
because the the banks are manipulating the price of gold and we're just we're going to force the price higher because we know what the fundamentals truly are matter of fact after the break I'll get that article up and I'll share it with everybody but I look at our market the market that we you know I'll say we own it you know, the, when you look at, there's all different types of gold dealers out there, right? There's the uh, the graded dealers out there, you know, the, the Mint State dealers, there's the bullion guys, uh, there's the slab bullion guys, there's the foreign gold guys, there's the, 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 guy, the bar people, and, you know, everyone's got their little thing. And we deal in what we think is the most, private gold you can buy. In other words, when you buy it and sell it, you don't have to give any information. And is classified as a collectible, which we think is also important. Only because the last time they confiscated gold in this country in 1933, there was only one loophole in the law. You had to turn it all in, unless you had collectibles, and then you could keep that. Of course, then the the price three months later went from twenty to thirty five bucks, right? And every all of the loophole guys that had their collectible gold coins made a mint off of it. But when we look at the availability, I've been doing this this is my thirteen years, thirteen maybe 14, 13, 14 years. Wendy, hey, what year are you on? 18? 18 years. And Wendy can tell you, we never, you know, a lot of times we never even considered, never even entered our mind to check to make sure there was enough product available. You go back 10 years ago, if you called me, I want to buy... $200,000 worth of stains. I didn't call around. Well, hold on. Let me let me uh, go see if I can get some. I just took the order. Now, if you want to buy 20, I got a call. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Backwoods. Backwards. Use words. Like Welcome back. Joe Jake with Homer Lopez. Our toll-free number 800 951 And talking about unprecedented demand and it's really everywhere you know the Royal Canadian Mint saying we've never sold more silver maple leaves to start a year than we have through the first five months of 2016 and it's really everywhere you know in all the years we keep talking about a US silver eagle demand shattering records every year. They're running 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And it's still not enough. Earlier this week, the bullion banks informed us they have no more backdated gold or silver eagle. Which, again, that type of stuff doesn't happen. You know, we talk about product availability. I mean, what did we go? Three, four, five months where you couldn't even buy more than two, a state, maybe two or three saints? 
total, unless you had to, you know, you had to pay. Well, we don't have any circulated saints. You know, the, if you want a saint, you had to buy an AU or a Mint State 61 because there is none available. And then, uh, as you look today, when we run specials, used to be we'd say, hey, I've got 200. I've got an unlimited amount. Sometimes, a lot of times, when I first started, you could buy 120s. You could buy $205 Liberties. That's not going to happen today. And and then this this hit uh, this was the other day last year following an attempt to motivate the Commodities Futures Trading Commission into investigating rampant manipulation of gold and silver prices, the chief executive of one of the world's leading primary silver companies called on other producers to withhold precious metals from the market in an effort to stem the fraud. Now, as a silver producer, you can understand the logic there. You want to tell me that there is record demand for silver all over the world, and yet prices kept falling. Right, all the way, matter of fact, silver fell all the way to $13. He recently reported that not a single producer contacted him to do so. Of course, then it was, I forget who was it, was it, uh, and I, I don't want to get it wrong, it was either, I don't know if it was Deutsche Bank or Barclays, one of the European banks finally came out and admitted, oh yeah, we've been rigging those markets too. Uh, that was earlier this year. But now MX Gold Corp says they are positioning their company to stockpile between 20 and 30% of their physical gold production in the coming months noting that prices are nowhere near where they should be at current supply and demand levels. You know, economics 101. But this is what what they've broken. You know, now thinking about the ridiculous of, of anybody loaning money for any, for even a day. Who would loan money for a day to get back nothing or, or to get back less who would loan money at, to anybody saying I'm going to loan you this money and I want you to give me less but now this is allegedly supposedly happening all over the world all of these central they're buying it all now remember the stock market is a debt market you need to understand that that's a debt market. It's what it is. And all of these central banks are propping up these markets. It's not real. There's no demand. Volumes are, I mean, volumes are half to a third of what they were 10 years ago. 
It used to be no big deal for the Dow Jones or for the NYSE to trade 2 billion shares. It happened all the time, daily. Right? And 2.5 billion shares, 3 three billion, that was a big day. Now it doesn't, it never gets above a trillion. Or, I'm sorry, trillion. Never gets above a billion shares. Never. And all of you out there with your IRAs and your 401ks, you're out there with your annuities, you better make sure you got something else. You know, look at what they're doing in Japan right now. Right, The largest bank in Japan says, hey, we, we want out. We don't even want to be a primary deal. We're getting killed. we got to get out of this mess. And by the way, the Japanese Central Bank owns everything. They own the stock market. They own the bond market. They're buying, pretending to buy it all. And they're not allowing for real price discovery. At the same time, they're trying to act like, oh, no, no one's really buying gold and silver. Yet the demand side says, yeah, everybody is. Well, not everybody. Let's face it, billionaires are doing it. And by the time you realize, uh-oh, I need to add or I need to get in it, prices are going to be significantly higher. And then when it really gets bad, you're just not going to be able to get in. I mean, think about what's happened just in the last year. How many how many weeks did we go without being able to sell Silver Eagles? Wendy, do you remember? How many, was it two or three months? I mean, we went months, months. How about platinum? We tried to get platinum. Remember, it was supposed to be in in December. You know when it finally showed up? It was March. And this is happening, and it's not just here. It's all over the world. And they're trying to distort, right? They're trying to hold it together. And, and and you think about think about today today Janet Yellen's coming out she's going to be on TV every time the Federal Reserve was coming out on TV gold would be down twenty thirty forty fifty some weeks would be down a hundred dollars because they're going to come out and tell you how great it is this and that now gold's up for the week even today. Right now, gold's down 40 cents to $1,285 and change. How about the time when they go out on TV and gold goes up 50, 100, 200? That's, that's what we're looking at. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. Our toll free number 800 951 this was in the Wall Street Journal this morning. Um, it was written in the extra small print. Uh, just a little sliver on the side, you know, the ones that uh, most people would not even read. Most states experience slowing growth or a drop in gross domestic product in 2015. This isn't this year. This is last year. 
Wall Street Journal, most states last year experienced declining growth or an actual or actually negative growth, underscoring the mixed fortune fortunes across much of the country. It says gross domestic product, a broad measure of economic output. We used to be the measure, but apparently now that doesn't matter either slowed or shrank in 28 of the 50 states last year, according to the Commerce Department. By comparison, growth slowed in only nine states in 2014. Didn't Actually didn't contract in any of the 50 states in 2014. In 2015, Growth slowed or contracted in 28 states. And all of us know 2016, it's even worse. Farm states, Iowa, Kansas, Nebraska, energy-focused Oklahoma, Wyoming, and Alaska, along with Montana and New Mexico, all saw GDP contraction. The uh, and then it just says the state's economies are likely a reflection. No, no name of the of the states where it was slowing, but those were the states where they actually saw a contraction in 2015. And then in the money and investing section, one of these things that I never understood because I just don't believe this. Is how out of touch I believe our central bankers are. They believe credit card debt growth is good. Oh, look at Americans are more willing to borrow money. What a great thing. Really, what they don't understand is most people put things on a credit card not because they want to. It's because they have to. You know, you think about the fact that no one's got even 400 bucks. Right, if an emergency comes up and they act like it's this great big, uh, oh, what a great thing. More people are going further into debt. More people are borrowing money they don't have. Credit cards are starting to fray at the edges, according to the Wall Street Journal. Lenders and credit agency firms are now warning that credit cards, auto loans, and student loans, I mean, are there any other types? I mean, outside of a mortgage. Credit cards, auto loans, and student loans are weakening, suggesting that a new round of borrower delinquencies and losses for financial institutions could be on the way at a time when they can't make money lending people money because rates are negative says the largest U.S. insurer of retail store credit cards has increased its forecast for credit losses over the next year, saying that customers are failing to catch up on overdue payments. They said that, oh, what's in your wallet? Capital One Financial and others. Ally Financial is listed. We expect to see more softening. We, went sure, we weren't sure when it was going to come, 
but it looks like it started, and this is going to be a challenging year when it comes to auto loan debt, credit card debt, and student loan debt. And I just can't wait because in about a little over two hours from now, Janet Yellen's going to come out on TV. Well, she'll come out with a statement then at at 2.30 Eastern time. She's going to come out on TV and, and try to put uh, the best spin on it. But here's really what's happened. I mean, and just look at things for what it, they truly are. We now live in a world where most of the debt, and now especially when it comes to countries' debts, are trading at a negative rate, which means they're pretending that people want to lend countries money and get less back. Okay, we know that's not true. You're not doing that. The banks aren't doing that. That's make-believe. You do know that, right? They're just printing up the money out of thin air and trying to hope some way to come out of it. Now we're seeing the consumers hemorrhaging in a, their inability to pay off the debts that they have at a time when wages aren't growing. Right? Well, let's face it, even Wall Street, even despite all the minimum, Wall Street is doing nothing. Nothing. And everybody you really listen to is all saying, well, you know, we're kind of due for something bad. And now you see all of this demand, physical demand, not paper. I'm not talking about ETFs. I'm not talking about buying gold on margin. Leverage. But people actually say, you know what, I'm taking the time to put it away. I'm going to store it. And I'm going to be prepared. Because I'm not lending out money for people to pay me back less. Patriot Radio News Hour, final statement coming up. Final segment on a Wednesday. Uh, we are doing our best. Nobody is interested in, in give, giving up too much of their gold here before uh, Janet Yellen speaks. So I'm just going to tell you what we have. We've got 20 $20 gold pieces. Uh, there are uh, Liberties. Primarily, there's a few Saints in there, but we got 20 total. There are 1460. I've got uh, really the best buy. I still have 20 $10 libs. This is the best buy I have today by far at $725. So you can buy two $10 gold pieces. For ten dollars less than a twenty, I mean that. I don't, you know, it it happens, but rarely. Maybe two or three times a year, where you can buy a ten dollar gold piece for less than a twenty. Uh, I've got twenty of those at that price at seven hundred and twenty-five. Uh, and then I still have uh, ten two and a half dollar Indians, and those are at uh, two hundred and sixty dollars at eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two. Gold is unchanged. Twelve hundred eighty-six 
They're at twelve hundred eighty-five dollars sixty cents. Silver is higher, fourteen dollars or fourteen seventeen dollars and forty-nine cents. Uh, the Dow is up twenty-eight points. The S and P's up four. The Nasdaq's up twelve. Uh, crude oil is down about thirty cents. And like I said, uh, about an, a little over an hour from now, we will get the release of the Federal Reserve statement uh, indicating that they're uh, you know, not going to raise rates in June. But then at, I believe it's 2.30 Eastern time, Janet Yellen will be giving her press conference and I'm sure everybody is going to try to interpret just how dovish or bearish or bullish or whatever it is that she may be. And if she's going to use any new words, and is she going to talk about the Brexit and negative interest rates and all of those other things? And then we'll see how gold reacts from there. Uh, but if you're looking at uh, at least at least what we're seeing, as far as availability of products. Uh, and we're starting to now hear from the gold producers themselves saying, you know, we're just not going to supply the product. Because demand's off the charts, and you guys are manipulating the price, and we're just going to hold it because we know the price has got to go much, much higher. Um, we'll see how that works out. We'll see what how people interpretate what Janet Yellen has to say, but I do know this. If she expresses concern, not only for the jobs and the growth here in America, industrial production was negative again today, by the way, uh, but if she shows uh, also concerns about the Brexit, about the, the U.K. leaving the EU, uh, you, can see, you can see a move in gold here. Uh, that we ordinarily don't see on a Fed day, but we'll have to all wait and see. Uh, if you want to put things away, U.S. $10 liberties, it's the best buy of the day. They're seven twenty-five at 800-951-0592. Tomorrow, we'll recap what Janet had to say, and then the final show before it gets really hot on Friday.